Welcome to the Wild Mother Podcast. Here we discuss the raw, real, and soulful journey of mothers. We dive into the unjust expectations on mothers and explore ways to uplift, honor, and recreate a deep well of nourishment for the caregivers of this world. Exploring topics from the history of how we got here and the patriarchal systems of oppression that have brought mothers to their knees, to the struggles of parent-child relationships, or the forgotten parts of ourselves and how to reclaim them. As early childhood educators, we share ways to get your children on board with the shifts you want to make, placing you back on your throne as queen of your home with ease for greater fulfillment and appreciation. We deliberately use the word mother here, for this is an inclusionary term for us. We don't care how you identify as long as you are pulled toward the great mother archetype and the divine feminine that belongs to us all, not just the womb keepers. You are welcome here, and we are excited to have you. Well, Emily, I am excited for us to be here on another Wild Mother podcast uh, and continuing our conversation from last month about how to stay yourself uh, along the motherhood journey, how to stay true to you. Yeah. And we've kind of tweaked the topic just slightly for this month to... A little deeper dive into some practicality. Is it actually officially titled How to Mother and Care for Others from a Place of Alignment with Yourself? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's what we want to speak about um, today is really, you know, last time we spoke about kind of just looking at the the setup in a community aspect of why that is hard and, and some things that would be supportive. And then this is more of a personal look of just like, how it's hard to lose yourself if you are aligned with yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's it's learning how to recenter your focus and movement and come from this place of really it's inner balance. Mm-hmm. You know, when you think of of yeah, I think of martial arts or something like that. Like there's always this like you have this equilibrium, you keep this point of of balance in all of your movements. So that you don't fall over and we get to develop that skill to be martial artists, mothers. <laughs> I like that visual of the, the, the center point. Yeah. If you, know? if you hold a center and then you don't fall over if someone pushes uh, or, and you don't overextend because mm-hmm. you'll find that you'll fall over. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think about that in, in our own personal alignment and how as mothers, we're not always set up or given the examples of, and how to do that. And in fact, we seem to live more in a society that is asking for the other to always overextend. Yes. To yes. always... Mm-hmm. give and care and and set yourself aside yeah mm-hmm. set yourself aside set pieces of yourself aside to ignore pieces mm-hmm. to ignore desires to yeah give like give pieces of you away away that you know and so then like all of that yeah we end up losing parts of ourselves we end up 
becoming smaller. We end up becoming empty shells of who we were. And that feels terrible. Yeah, it's it's a it's a dry, pinched place to be in. And, you know, we lose our creativity. We can lose our energy, our mm. drive. Um, mm. And, you know, sometimes we even just go numb. Like, we don't even know what, what we want anymore. We're right. just doing the daily things and getting through until yes. I get to close my eyes and go to bed and then start it all over again. Yeah, yeah. Which makes... It, it, become so many different things, right? It can become anger, it can become frustration, it can become resentment, there can be a sense of grief Mm -hmm. um, and feeling of of loss because all of a sudden, I'm, I mean, I remember this, like I'm a zombie walking through my day. Yeah. Just doing the things that I'm supposed to be doing, but they're not, they're not, alive for me they're not yeah they're not fun there's the joy you're doing it because you think you're supposed to and that's that's another piece of this alignment it's like usually we're aligned to the perceptions and expectations of people outside of us yeah but we're trying to bring that back in and refocus Mm -hmm. because yeah, oftentimes we're doing all these things. They're not actually bringing us joy or satisfaction. And we're doing them because we think we're supposed to. Right. That's what that's what I'm supposed to do. And if people see me doing something else, then they think I'm I'm not doing it right. I'm a bad mom. Yeah. You know, you know, all of those external judgments that we're always taking in of like, well, I, am I doing this right? Is this the right thing I should be doing for my kid right now? Uh-huh. Is this the right thing I should be doing for my family right now? Right. And we're always questioning because we're not actually coming from that deep center uh-huh. of truth, which we all have. If we really tune into ourselves and we have the answers. Right. We know what is needed. Right. Instead <laughs> of putting that authority outside of ourselves. Yeah, make reclaim ourselves as the authority. Yeah. And that doesn't mean we we know everything. There's always room to learn and grow. Yes. But it's not for everyone else to make the decisions for ourselves and for our families and for our children. Right. It's it's for us and we need to find out what feels true and right and joyful and satisfying mm-hmm. for us. Because if we're doing it out of any other reason, it will never feel those things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what what kind of life is that? <laughs> right. Right. And so there's that, there's that piece of, you know, becoming our own authority and allowing or, or tuning in to those, those true places for us having clarity about those true places for us. But then there's there's also there's another there's another piece of you know kind of that that joyful piece, right, that we were talking about before of and and we're kind of we're kind of in, we're kind of in it, but there's something that is just like this other little nuance thing that I, I'm feeling in this conversation of of finding the 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 things that we really 
love to do in the way that we really love to do them. So we've been mm-hmm. talking about that, but maybe that it's maybe that it's like, well, how do we do that? You know, mm-hmm. how do we not just put authority outside of ourselves, but how do we live our lives in a joyful way and not lose who we are, right? Yeah. And maybe you know, it can begin with the this this inquiry, right? Mm-hmm. Because if if you're in this place, if you're listening to this, <laughs> or you've been a mother for any period of time at all, yes. <laughs> you've had this experience of um, feeling lost or disoriented, or mm-hmm. that you've sacrificed some piece of yourself for your children or your family. Oh, yeah. And to get back, there has to begin that, that inquiry of like, well, what am I missing about mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. Who, what are the pieces of me that are no longer here? What are the things that I'm no longer willing to participate in because they don't fit in my reality mm-hmm. of what I'm supposed to be doing as a mom anymore? Mm-hmm. And beginning to ask those questions, because until we know what we've given away, I mean, Mm -hmm. how are we supposed to know what we need to reclaim or to bring back? Yeah. Or to even be as our guide on the road of what do I find fun and joyful Mm -hmm. that that I'm not doing? What pieces of me are my children not seeing because I don't think... That they... They fit. They fit. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Ooh, that's a good juicy one. Because there's always pieces of ourselves that we don't fully incorporate into different aspects of our lives, whether it be with certain friendships or in the workplace or Mm -hmm. in the family life. And, oh, this is something I was really passionate about before I had children, but now I don't have the space for it or I don't know how to incorporate Mm it Mm -hmm. into this rigmarole yeah (laughs) how do do I do this um yeah oh I like I like that and I think I think inquiry is always a a great place to start but I tend to think more of going up front not so much on the pieces that I've lost but like what do I want Mm. and some pieces we've lost it's okay it was time for them to go Uh um but more so, like, what do I want my life to feel like? Mm. How do I want to go about my life? How do I want to feel with my children? How do I want to feel with my partner? How do I want to feel in my family? How do I want to feel every day? Like, what things mm. make me feel really good? Mm. Um, because if we're reaching for those things, it will make everyone around us feel good. <laughs> That is very, very true. (laughs) If we are acting out of a place of depletion in ourselves, then we are only depleting others. That's all we're giving. We're not actually, there's nothing. It's like, here, have some dust. I was going to (laughs) say, here's some hot air. (laughs) Here you go. There's no creativity. There's no zhuzh. You know, like life is meant to be lived and enjoyed 
And that means we need to find the things that bring that alive for us. Mm-hmm. And there are ways to do this in in our parenting work. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just say, because mm-hmm. I know you've been there and I've been there in those moments when we had that awakening and we were dust, we ourselves were dust, yeah. depleted on the floor, empty shells. We've given all pieces of ourselves away. You know, we're not particularly enjoying our children, if we're being mm-hmm. quite honest, yeah. right? Or the work of of being the nurturer, the mother, the caregiver, the parent. We're just tired of it. We're tired of it. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. kind of, I mean, I don't know about you, but like I had moments of, should I, can I run away? Like, yeah. I literally had times when I would count the the years, the months, and the days until my youngest turned 18. <laughs> oh my goodness. So until this was over. Yeah. yeah. Because I was so tired. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. For me, the sign was whenever I found myself wishing for a vacation or to just get away, like, uh-huh. Can I just get away? Like how, uh-huh. like that was my clear signal. Like you need to take care of yourself. Uh-huh. You need to tune in mm-hmm. <laughs> and do some real serious self-care right now. So that might mm-hmm. be step one mm-hmm. is to learn what your sign is. Learn your signals. So learn your signals. <laughs> Of when you have given too much and you are not in that center place that you were talking about, that Mm -hmm. center place, that place of alignment, of living in your truest essence, the essence Mm -hmm. of you, and learn those those signals so that when they come up, you can be like, ho, ho, okay, I got to, I got to shift something here. I've done it again. Time to balance. Time to balance. Because it will be something that shows up again and again Mm -hmm. and again because it's a it's a practice that that comes, although you you do it less and less once you start practicing it. Very good at knowing it and catching it before you have to get to that point. Yeah. So let's say that's the first step, learning Mm -hmm. your signal, right? Mm -hmm. So that when you know that you've gone too far and you're reaching your edge of depletion. Mm Mm-hmm. And then what? Then how do we, then what would be the next step? Well, I think of this next part not so much as a next step, but this would be the thing to be doing continuously that would keep that from happening. From happening. Uh-huh. Okay. Like, yes, we need to know those signals and be clear of like when we've overextended ourselves mm-hmm. in a certain direction. Um, and come back in and also see that in our family life. Because if we're aware of it in ourselves, we become even greater at noticing it in our loved mm. ones too when they are overextending themselves mm. and balance is needed. But I think like to like backpedal and like we had a practice that we were doing throughout our days mm. that would keep that from happening. And, you know, it would be whenever we're we're not wanting to do something or we're feeling stuck or just like struggling to get through, like choosing the, the most satisfying thing in that moment. Mm. So we discussed that of like, Oh, I'm just on the floor. 
I'm tired, I have to get dinner ready, and I don't want to, and I, like, the idea of doing anything feels awful. Like, what do you do in that situation? Right. So, you choose the most satisfying thing. Which might be continuing to lie on the floor. To lay on the floor a little bit longer. Yeah. Yeah. Because anything else is going to sound terrible. Yeah. And... Then you do that. You give yourself permission Mm -hmm. to follow what your body is asking for. Mm -hmm. And then you choose the next satisfying thing. Because once you do that, you'll find like the movement starts happening. And it might move in different ways. Like maybe the most satisfying thing is to not make dinner at all. Uh Maybe the most satisfying thing is to lay here a little bit longer and tune into myself. And then I get inspired uh-huh. to do something about dinner. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. all of a sudden, you've taken care of yourself. Yeah. And just that very, very act brief moment of taking care of yourself, choosing you, giving yourself permission to do something that feels good for you, fills you up. It like, does. Just that one thing of choosing you. But so often we're just like, no, this has to come first. No, this has to come first. No, this has to come first. I just have to get all of these things done on this list. And then finally I can relax. Right. And yeah. And so then you're just, there's, there's, there's no relax. There's just collapse. (laughs) (laughs) I know. But we can relax in the doing yes. of it. We can find a pleasurable way of moving through our days and the caretaking we have to do. And yeah, and that's what I would say, like choose the most satisfying thing in any moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not, I, I don't wanna make it sound like you only choose you. No, and like, because we live in a family and we know that that's not going to work mm-hmm. but in family life it is this constant navigation and negotiation of needs mm-hmm. and we are just as essential as everyone else in the family our needs are just as essential and so we have to remember <laughs> and advocate for our own needs as well as everyone else's. And that is often our challenge as caretakers. Yeah. What that makes me think of is that idea of the mental load, right? Mm. Because, Because that very act is a holding, right? And mm-hmm. it's usually the main caregiver that is tracking, tracking everybody and needs. everything. Yeah. And that itself can be a lot. So that is generally the, I mean, oftentimes that's the reality of the main caregiver and nurturer. So, but I just want to, I want to put some words to that Mm -hmm. because just hearing that, that yes, we need to take into consideration our, the other family members and find the balance in that and all those things that that in itself, hearing that can feel like a heavy weight. Mm. Just to just to acknowledge that that can feel like a lot. And it is a lot. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to pretend it's not. 
Thank it's you. a lot. Yes. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot to track everyone's needs. Yeah. And no one else is doing it. No. Like our children aren't tracking our needs and their dad's needs. And yeah. Everything. No. Like, no, it's us. It's it's held by oftentimes primarily one of the parents. Yes. Um, Hopefully we're, we're creating systems in our families where it's shared by both. Hopefully. If yes. two parents are in the home. Um, but yeah, but there is, there's this negotiation and navigation, but it can be easier and more joyful to do that when we are really always tuning into what feels satisfying mm-hmm. in any given moment and understanding that, you know, sometimes my needs can wait and I see how pressing it is to make sure yours are met right now. Uh-huh. And sometimes it's the reverse of like, I cannot meet anyone's needs until I meet my own. Right, right. And <laughs> and there's that signal. Yeah. Knowing your signal. Knowing your signal. Yeah. yeah. When that comes up. Because we will, if we're not aware of our signal, we will continue to push past that point. Push past. And that's when collapse happens. That's when the giant emotions happen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you mm-hmm. yell at your kids and you're like, why did I do that again? You know, I mean, that would happen, at, you know, on like a daily basis for me at one point in my parenting, along my parenting journey. And I would feel so terrible that yeah. I lost it on my kids yeah. again. Yeah. But it was only because I was pushed beyond my my breaking point Mm -hmm. because I didn't know my signal and I didn't stop beforehand Mm -hmm. to say, whoa, okay. And oftentimes it's, it's that exact thing. All I needed to do was take that moment to give Mm -hmm. myself, give myself permission to do whatever I needed to do to take care of myself for like a minute, maybe just a little bit. Yeah. It doesn't take much. And your family and the world will not fall apart. They won't. If you do this. Yes. In fact, they will be made stronger. I, I, I'm never one for having to justify taking care of yourself. But if you want some other reason. Yes, please. <laughs> is, that, is that you're instilling those healthy habits in your children. Yes. They are learning how to balance their own self-care. Yeah. And prioritize their self-care. Yes. They are learning that they are a part of a collective of mm-hmm. people who all have needs and desires. Mm-hmm. And, and work sometimes, together. Yep. And sometimes they will have to be patient and wait. Yes. And sometimes they won't. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But the idea is that we're caring for the whole. Yes. No one is more important than the other. Yes. And can I just say, mm-hmm. if it does all fall apart, everyone okay. will recover. No one <laughs> will die. No. And just because children are falling apart or it's been a really bad day doesn't mean that they're going to be going to therapy forever for the trauma that you've created. No. No. Everybody will learn exactly what you just said, that we can pick ourselves up after a difficult moment and we can move on. And it's a part of life. It's just a part of it. And we want to give them those skills to be able to do that. Yeah. Yes. And to learn their boundaries of, because that's really what it is to parent from a place of alignment is like being clear about your boundaries. Yeah. And the other 
last little piece is to find the things that you love to do and yes. to incorporate those things into your daily family. Well, maybe not every day. Hopefully something every day, <laughs> but often. Ideally, every day you're going to have something that brings you joy and satisfaction. Yeah. And the baby step process is to just make sure that in whatever moment, whatever you're, you are meeting, that's what you're choosing first. Mm. And it doesn't mean like, I'm really struggling and so I need to take a dance class because that makes me really happy. Right. <laughs> and maybe it does and you should do that. Yeah. You should totally do that. But in this very moment that I'm struggling, what is the most satisfying right now? Right. Like what is most satisfying and joyful and easy? Mm-hmm. Like the path, like really what we're looking for is the path of least resistance. Yeah. So, and it makes me think it's not just in those moments. It's not about like you wanting to go on vacation, escaping yeah. my I, life. So I can. escaping it. Yeah. How can I enjoy this right now? Right now. Yeah. yeah. Not, I need to get out of here so I can be happy. It's how can I be happy in this moment, in this situation, yeah. in this reality? Yeah. What will make this feel so good? Right now it will be to lay for five more minutes. Yeah. And then it will be to get up and turn on my favorite music yeah. and wiggle. Yes. And then, <laughs> you know, and then, and then, and, and always then. choosing the thing that brings you mm-hmm. happiness and joy so that you can show up in your life and your children's lives and in your loved one's lives as a joyful, thriving being. Yes. Do you think we've given clear enough examples of how that will how that will actually play out? Hopefully we gave you something to consider and munch on and the next time you are dreading a specific task, you can ask yourself what feels very satisfying right now. Right now. Mhm. Mhm. Well, thank you. I'm happy that we got to talk about this a little bit further. It's it's such an important topic and a way to help begin to shift the paradigm of motherhood and really begin to reclaim that wild, natural, authentic, authentic essential expression. Yes. Yes. There it is. There it is. Thank you all. Thank you. See you next time.